Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study each day, seven days a week for our podcast listeners. You know, getting into God's Word every day is crucial to our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So the more we're in God's Word, then the stronger our faith should be and become. But it also helps us to stay in touch with the, in our relationship with God and to focus on our soul's salvation, to have a better mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day. We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can every day. You know people in your life who need to grow in their faith. They need to be thinking about their relationship with God and their soul's salvation. You may help turn them around. You may actually help someone get to heaven. And while that will be a great blessing for them, it will also be a great blessing for you. So share every day with everybody you can, your family members, your work associates, your friends, your neighbors, literally everybody you can every day. It may make an eternal difference in someone's life. Make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to get into the next section of our study. We've been looking at this for some weeks now. We've asked the question and we've looked at answers to the question in three separate sections. We asked, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do bad things happen to good people? Now, that's a profound question that is on the, the minds of a whole lot of people on a continual basis because they see some loved one suddenly have a heart attack and die, maybe at a fairly young age in their mind. That might be in their 40s even or 50s or 60s. As a gospel minister for many years now, I've done funerals for people of all ages, literally. And so some very young why do bad things happen to good people? Why do young people get sick? Why are children stricken with cancer and maybe to the point where it ultimately takes their lives? And I've seen that happen in my life. Why are there car accidents? Why are babies stillborn? Why are babies born with mental handicaps? Bad things. Why are there innocent people who get shot in drive-by shootings? And they're not at all the targets, but they end up being innocent victims. Bad things. So many people ask the question, why does God let that happen? Well, the bottom line, sin, uh, the bottom line answer we've looked at in the first section is sin. Why do bad things happen? Sin is the basic bottom line reason. One word answer, fundamental, foundational answer to the question. A lot of people don't like that answer, but that's it. So we talked about when you go all the way back to the garden and when that first man and that woman entered into sin, they became sinners and everything changed that day. In fact, everything changed pretty much at that moment. I think we can understand. Sin bears tragic consequences and it is far reaching in its effects. So humanity is overwhelmed with sinfulness. And sin, when we talk about wars, violence, we talk about people getting sick and dying, before sin, there was no death, not for mankind at least. But death became a reality when man became a sinner. And what contributes to death? Sickness, sorrow, accidents, injuries, 
wearing out, you know, because of old age and all of that contributing to that or, or, or connected with that is pain, suffering, sickness, ultimately dying. Well, sin, the basic one, line, one word answer. But then we also noted in the second section of our study that we have a problem with what is real goodness in people's lives. We have our perception, but that's not always the same as God's perception. And so we attribute goodness to people who are not living good lives from a spiritual perspective, from a biblical point of view. They're living in sinful lifestyles, but we still look at them and we like them. And we think, well, they're doing pretty good in their life. Those are good people, but not necessarily so. So we have a skewed view of goodness. If people are still living outside of Christ, now that means they have not given their lives to Christ. They're not living faithful Christian lives. They're not active, dedicated, consistent Christians. Then they're not necessarily good people no matter how much we like them, no matter how much we might admire them in some aspect of their lives. Well, in the third section, we looked at some contributing factors as to why bad things happen to good people. So we talked about sometimes people make poor choices and bad decisions that lead to bad consequences in their lives. Even good people do that sometimes. They, they just make a bad choice and suffer some bad consequences. We talked about how many people venture through life really without much thought about God or his will for their lives. They're just kind of doing their own thing. They're calling all the shots. They don't even think about God that much in the decisions that they're trying to make. And so naturally, there are going to be some bad things happen. Even if we look at them and say, well, you know, from a worldly perspective, at least, or a human perspective, they, they're pretty good people, but they're not necessarily living godly lives. And then sometimes our own actions result in bad consequences. Well, again, we make mistakes. We stub our toe and we suffer bad consequences as a result. Sometimes we choose to enter into bad relationships that result in bad consequences. That happens continually. Remember, the devil is our enemy. And he's always out there working, trying to bring us down. And he'll use all kinds of temptations. He'll use all kinds of avenues of, of, of uh, uh, making an impression upon us, having an influence upon us to lead us away from godliness, away from faithfulness to God. And so bad things can happen when we, well, we kind of open the door and we let him lead us astray, so to speak. Sometimes bad things happen as a result of other people's actions over which we have no control and we are innocent bystanders, so to speak. We kind of get caught in the fallout of somebody else's actions and it's beyond our control. Sometimes people go through life and they just simply have no thought about God at all and they're going to suffer bad consequences. But sometimes things just happen. We live in a finite world. This world is going to come to an end, Second John, or 1 John chapter 2 and verse 17. And there are all kinds of things that just happen in life naturally. Death is a reality. Hebrews chapter 9, it is appointed to the men once to die, and after this comes the judgment. 
So sometimes things just happen. It's nobody's fault. It's just part of life in this world. There are laws of nature that are in force all the time. You know, you're looking over uh, the railing of a bridge, you lean too far, you fall over, you, lo- you lose control, lose your balance, you fall over and, and a person dies. It's just part of life in this world. It's one of the laws of nature. Well, all of those, and you can think of some other contributing factors, I'm sure, that can lead to bad things happening to good people. Now, what we want to do in this next section, in fact, in this next couple of sections, is we want to look at this in reverse order. Reverse order. And so we want to ask the question, why do good things happen to bad people? (laughs) That may not be quite as often asked as the other one, why do bad things happen to good people? But it certainly is asked on an ongoing basis by different people. Someone trying to live a good life when they're struggling. They struggle continually. Maybe they deal with injury. Maybe they deal with some kind of handicap. Maybe they deal with chronic disease or chronic pain. And and they look around them and, and they're trying to live a good life truly good from a spiritual perspective, from a biblical point of view, they're trying to live their life for God and for Jesus. But they keep struggling. It's difficult. They have, maybe there's some kind of real debilitating illness within the family, and so they're, they're constantly under the financial uh, weight of trying to deal with that trying to pay for medications and hospital expenses and doctor's bills and so on. And then they look around them and they see people who are making no pretense as to the kind of life they're living. They're living ungodly lives. They're living in outright blatant sinfulness. They have no thought of God. They they do not want to be bothered with anybody talking to them about God or the Bible or faithfulness or dedication, anything like that. And yet things seem to be going just great for them. Well, why do good things happen to bad people? Why do people who are unfaithful Christians, people who are not Christians at all, people who are living in open sin, people who are living wicked, evil, sinful lives, people who do not even believe in God in some cases, why do they enjoy good health, success in their careers, and even prosperity in many cases. Well, why do good things happen to bad people? We could look at Jeremiah chapter 12. Jeremiah chapter 12, and we'll just kind of introduce a scripture study along this line with these two verses, verses 1 and 2. And so the prophet writes, Righteous are you, O Lord, when I plead with you, You let me talk with you about your judgments. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why are those happy who deal so treacherously? You have planted them, yes. They have taken root. They grow, yes. They bear fruit. You are near in their mouth, but far from their mind. Well, that's just an introduction from the scripture study. In talking about this question, why do good things happen to bad people? 
We'll get deeper next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to realize that you have a reward waiting for us if we will live the good life, the faithful life of Christianity consistently before you. Dedicated according to your will, communicated to us through your teachings. Help us to take this to heart, Father. Help us to live that life you would have us to live always and recognize that no matter what seems to be going on around us, that you're there, you're the one keeping score, and you're the one who has the ultimate reward. Help people to open their eyes and see, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.